Welcome to the Games and Grub podcast. I'll ask you one question. Can you play like champions? How much are you willing to sacrifice yourselves out in this field? Because I promise you, they're going to come at you with everything they've got. And this is our time. This is your time. I want you to know I'm proud to take the field with you. I have never been more proud of a team than I am right now. You be proud of yourselves. Because, gentlemen, you are champions. Take that with you, carry it, and we're going to build on it. Let's go get them. They're done. Clear eyes, full hearts. Clear eyes, full hearts. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Let's hear it, gentlemen. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Let's go play some football. Let's go, man. That doesn't get you fired up for a show. I don't know what does. Zach, Zach was crying in the I'm, club there yeah. for a second. <laughs> I was tearing up there. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? Nothing gets you a little fired up, but also tear it up like Friday Night Lights at 1030 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great. Great <clears> opener. <throat> Thanks, Aiden, for that one. Oh, yeah. So we have, to, we have to give a nod to Coach Taylor as our, uh, as our opening montage because... We'll get into it, but we finished. We finished the show. We finished Friday Night Lights. Zach, Zach, you finished it in like maybe record time. No, I took some time off. In between. Zach was like you driving like a, a NASCAR, of, driving through. You took like, like a little bit of time the, off, but that was it. Was quick. Trying to finish the show. It was quick. Anyway, but, we're back. Welcome to Games and Grub. It is October twenty sixth, two thousand nineteen. Call us up. Uh, four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one. I almost forgot the phone number there for a second. That's not good. I could usually say that in the middle of my sleep, but it's a big weekend. We've got, uh, my mom's in town. Shout out to my mom. Cause I know she's listening. We're back in Humphrey from, uh, Minnesota because we had fall break last week. We did not have a show, but we were talking about Humphrey. We came back from our trip. Humphrey, we can't, we come to appreciate so much. What's Humphrey coming back? Humphrey is a unit. Humphrey. What is Humphrey? We, we compared it to an all time NFL running back. It's our dorm. It's our, it's our dorm room. It's our dorm. Our building. Dormitory. For two and years now. This dormitory. thing is. This thing's been around for oh, over a hundred years. Used to be a uh, children's hospital. It's had multiple purposes. Like this thing is, it's consistent. It's there. And I was like, you know what, Humphrey is Frank Gore. Like it's, like of all Marquette buildings. Of all Marquette buildings, this building is not coming down. No, it, it's it's holding steady. It's a it's a piece. It's a sturdy yes. unit. It is not like. Yeah, you could do anything to this building, and then something's still standing at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be there. I mean, but is that not what we thought about McCormick too, though? Ooh, mm. McCormick. I don't like, think so. Ooh. No, McCormick would have been like the Brett Favre. Yeah, okay, doesn't just really, didn't want to leave. Doesn't necessarily <laughs> take care of itself. Leave. It's a so, good time and a bad time. 
and what, retires a couple times, comes back, and it, it and the, the the downfall was ugly. The downfall was ugly. I like I would it. Say, I would say so McCormick is Brett Favre. We we went through and we came up with a decent comparison, also for stress, which is the dorm on Tenth Street, which is all purpose dining hall, dorm, and gym. Also barbershop in there. It also has offices. I came. You came up with one. Who'd you come up with for Stras for the NFL player? I don't. Now I'm kind of double guessing myself, but I said Peyton Manning. Okay. Is, is the is that what you? Yeah, I I remember you saying Peyton Manning, and I came up with one. When I sometimes the best thoughts come when you're like lying in bed and don't know like how to sleep. Mine was Saquon Barkley because he has such a big lower half. All those, all those calf muscles, Strass, <laughs> the quads, the Stra- quads. Yeah, Strass is Strat foundation. The base of Strass. It's, just, but, it's but, got two pools. It's got a gym. Like Aiden said, all those amenities. Yeah. Yep. And then it just goes up from there. It the does only it all. Saquon Barkley is flashy. He's got the whole package. He can do. He can do media. He can do commercials. He's flashy. He's got nice teeth. Like, he is can, he honors worthy? Because it is the honors. No, yeah, Saquon yeah, is honors guy. He was the number Peyton one pick Manning. in my fantasy draft, and we'll get it's into my fantasy guy. league later because yeah. my boys might call in and roast me about the matchup this week. Penn State University. We'll get into it. Universitary. <laughs> anyway, um, our other other thing we thought was that so coming our, back our little trip to Minnesota. Zach didn't bring a belt. And I offered to give him a belt, but he I didn't. I forgot a belt. I'm but sorry. he didn't like it. I was wearing joggers fit. when we left. Yeah, he was wearing joggers, so he forgot his belt. And then we're going out on Thursday, and he doesn't have a belt, and he was freaking out. He was because like, I feel naked without a belt. It's just one of those things. Feel it's naked. I mean. I, I will, and I quote myself, I, I, feel, I felt naked at that point. I think that's a really if, good word choice. I, I think it is. I, myself, am not a huge fan of belts. Like, if my pants are going to stay up without a belt... I'm not gonna wear one. Even if my pants stay up, I wear a belt just because. It, I, I mean, obviously, I if I, just, obviously, if I'm tucked in, like my dress pants are pretty tight around me. But if if I'm tucked in, like then I'll put on a belt. But if I'm just like rocking jeans and a shirt, like I'm, I don't need to wear a belt if the jeans are fitting. I just always yeah. say that, and then that got us thinking, kind of, what else? What else? Like, are you just naked without? Yeah. Like obviously pants, but <laughs> but like what else? <laughs> obviously, uh. Backpack, a backpack going to a dining hall backpack. or anywhere backpack on campus. Anywhere on campus. Anywhere, Not just dining hall. Anywhere on campus before like 10 p.m., you need a backpack. Because you think, I walk out yeah, of my I dorm. I say 9 o'clock. I Once you get Brian, past 9 o'clock, it's like, you're, you're fine. You I feel like if I, I, feel like if I mass, don't wear a backpack, if I don't wear my backpack for long enough on campus, I'm just going to become a townie. Like I'm just going to become like a Milwaukee. What's wrong with that? Yeah, Milwaukee people are nice. No, but the problem the <laughs> problem is I can like ask you guys. I'll be like, all right, you guys want to go eat? We're just h- hanging out in the dorm middle of the day. Maybe we're doing some studying. And I'm like, you want to go eat? We're not going to do anything but go to the dining hall and come right back. We don't need our backpacks at all, but we take them anyways because it feels more comfortable, I guess. I think that's and more you. I could I could go straight to the dining hall and back. Last, last, year, year, I'd last year I'd always do it because I always like, try to go to the library, but I'm not even like lying to myself like that this year. <laughs> so I, I don't even know what it is, but definitely maybe it's just the ability the abil- to go wherever you want after. Yes, the ability to go wherever you want, or like versatility, or like you might see that girl that like that's really smart, likes to study a lot, and she's like, "Hey, you want to go to the library?" So, oh, cool, I have my backpack on me. Or it's like, "Oh, where are you coming from? The library?" Like the backpack. And when, when you know deep down, you there's no way you just came from the library. Here's a callback. But, but you got it a smart. It looks the backpack good. makes it, it look smart. The backpack is Alvin Kamara. He can run and catch the ball. Very versatile. 
Bro, the backpack is just it's just essential. It is. The backpack yeah. is the O line. Yeah. Need, you need it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's necessary. It's fundamental. Hit, especially in college, it's necessary. Have we hit our backpack quota talk? I think, I think so. we have. So that's <laughs> our we're coming back. We're just uh, phone in an ways. elevator. Phone in an elevator. Phone in an elevator. What do you mean? Feel naked without a phone in an elevator. If you're in an elevator, you have to be on your phone. Come that's on. that's 2019 for you. <laughs> yeah. Start a conversation. I'm kidding. All right. Today we got a big show lined up for you. Again, four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one on Twitter at Grub M U R. Again, that's Grub M U R. Get at us. And then our podcast will be on Spotify momentarily after this show ends at twelve o'clock Central Time, one o'clock for my Eastern Time boys. So today we've got a loaded, loaded show. We've got a few different stories for you. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Tiger Woods. We're gonna talk about a little NBA dabbling. We're gonna talk about our Minnesota trip a little bit more. We're gonna talk about Joe Buck, who I think is my shining star of the week. We're gonna have NARP of the week, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. First installment of our new segment, NARP of the week. NARP stands for non-athletic regular person. We've talked about that before. One of our track friends will call in and decide between the three of us who is the NARP of the week this week. We'll talk about the best food we got this week, our bold takes, how we did, and a lot more. So stick with us on Games and Grub here on Marquette Radio. But first, the biggest sports stories of the week. I wanted to start with you, Brian. Yeah, because you had a big take. I I just found this story last night, and I'm surprised I hadn't heard anything about it before. So, in Denver, they're like the the people that actually so the, the company that films uh, Nuggets and Avalanche games, who are both towards the top of the respective leagues, the NBA and the N- and the NHL. The people who uh, films and like produces all of their like local locally. Uh, uh, local games broadcasts broad, yeah. locally broadcasted games they're all their contracts with all the streaming services so streaming services you're talking about like hulu has live sports you have uh direct Saquon tv Barkley would say AT&T, hulu has live sports AT&T tv and all those all of these streaming services and this company called altitude their contracts are up so the entire city of denver right now is in like a blackout because they can't watch their sports and like, okay, yeah, if if you're, uh, I don't know, if you're a Miami Dolphins fan, you can't watch your team. It's actually a blessing. But both these teams are towards <laughs> are going to be towards the top of their leagues this year. Um, and it's crazy, like, what people are doing to get around this. A couple bars have, like, one bar is across the street, fed a feed directly to their bar. So they ran a wire straight yeah. to the arena with the yeah. camera. Yeah. So there are so many ways that these bars are going to try to get around it between... And uh, Reddit stuff. And, and, and But it's funny because Altitude is actually, so the company that broadcasts it, they're actually leaning in, they're leaning into the bars. Or like in a good way though. They, they're going to make deals with some of the bars to give them the broadcast too. But they, they, uh, they think that the streaming services are asking for too much money. So when like all this like TV is changing, like people don't really have like TV the way they used to, you know? Everything's getting a little bit more complicated. People are getting a little bit more greedy with money because there's there's a lot more companies now. So that means each company needs to have more money coming in because they have less customers paying. So these nobody knows how long this is going to last. If I'm reading this right, it's basically saying only Altitude has rights to the games. Yes. 
and they're basically selling them to individual bars. Like, there's no yes. like personal like you can't have it at home. That sounds yeah, like no, a monopoly. That's what I'm saying, I know, no, it sounds because, like they're just showing them at the Denver that's, bars. That's what happens, like with most with most sports and like most cities, is someone broadcasts the game. They sell that game essentially. They sell the rights to show that game to like 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 different cable, Comcast cable, dish, yeah, Comcast Direct dish, TV, yeah, Direct yeah. TV, all that. But right now they're in a stalemate in their agreements. So they're literally just selling like those bars have to be All right, but how much fun would that also be on the on the flip side? I walk in I'm in Milwaukee. Bucks games only shown in Good City Brewing or in yeah. that like pub yeah, right exactly. next to. That'd be so much fun everyone in the yeah. city's there. So Right. I think that's it, a it good almost, it's it a almost, great thing for those bars. It almost yeah, brings you back. Thing. It almost brings you back to like the 70s. When the, when you didn't watch when TV, you, when, you when not have, every household had a TV most and you have t- most houses had TVs, but yeah, you know what I mean, the channel might not have been coming through. It's a little throwback. But th- I mean, this could actually be crazy for the city of Denver now that I'm like now that I'm like actually like going through this. Like what you just said, these like these bars and these restaurants that are getting the games are just going to be like these huge congregations yeah. of people coming to like support their team. Conglober- conglomerates. Conglomerates. No, go. I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> All right, let's see, move but, on. <laughs> but so I don't know what's going to happen in Denver. Um, I I mean I hope that people could watch. Their, yeah, I hope I hope I that people can watch their games. Because um, I know if this happened in Minnesota, I'd be. I'd be more mad than anybody. There's not really any good sports teams. All right, yeah, we're two. <laughs> hey, uh, two and zero, two and zero for we'll, the Timberwolves. We'll get to that. All right, that that's all. I, I just want to share that because it's not like a big sports headline that everyone's gonna see. Um, but you're digging in the dirt for yeah, the people. Yeah, yeah, digging you in gotta, the dirt sometimes. Yeah, give, give the people not what they want, but what they need. Exactly. All right, my story comes from uh, a little guy named. Tiger Woods. No, but I, I mean, this is a legitimate thing. I'm excited by this. Of course, I'm excited by this. And I'll tell you exactly why. I believe he bogeyed his first three holes. Then he had nine, nine birdies, half the holes he birdied. And I'm told he missed two five-footers or he could have had 11 birdies. You play golf. You ever have 11 birdies? Most I ever had is two, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe two, Tony Kornheiser. That's Tony Talking about Tiger Woods. That's right. Tiger Woods ripping off 11 birdie? No, nine. Nine. Where? The Zozo Championship down in Japan. The PGA Tour's first event in Japan. And before you say it's not a real event. It's not a real event. If it's not the Masters or the Ryder Cup or like the Open, no. am I, I going to watch it? Oh, you guys are destroying your credibility with golf. Because let mean, me tell you, let me tell you, real guys are playing this championship. Justin Thomas, Hideki Matsuyama... And Tiger Woods, for one. Sergio Garcia. There's real guys playing this tournament. Okay. And before you say... Is Brooks is Brooks there? Brooks is not there. Okay. It's so, not a real tournament then. Okay. Okay. Pardon my take, fanboy. <laughs> but Tiger Woods, this is twofold. Tiger Woods, we talked about him last show, or the first show. And we said that Cardi B is preparing to name her next album Tiger Woods because she was so expi- inspired by what Tiger did with his master's win the next show we have tiger announces he is writing his first ever memoir to be called back just back just back power move back described in a news release it is quote the first and only account directly from woods with the full cooperation of his friends family and inner circle this guy is 43 he just won the masters last year 
We talked about him, and boom, he decides he's writing a book. Coincidence? I think not. And then, <laughs> and then we decide to put him in the show, and boom, he's leading, or he's one back at the Zozo Championship, which is a real event. It is. I fact checked that. It is, and I saw a video actually yesterday, and it's complete. Do they even have? Do they allow guests on the course? Because it seemed completely si- silent, no. which was really weird. All the all the fans in Japan are rolling out for this. This is a big mm. event. All right. Well, apparently they're going they crazy every time Tiger taps in like a five footer. They couldn't have rolled out uh, yesterday because yesterday Tiger Woods, JT, and Jordan were stranded at Domino's in Japan for up to ninety minutes. No way. Because they went to see the Joker. There were torrential downpours. They went to see the Joker. And their courtesy vehicle couldn't arrive because of the weather. So neither could any Ubers. Like That's Uber crazy. was like shut down. So they were sitting <laughs> they're sitting at a Domino's like in a Japan. Pizza? Yeah, Domino's Pizza for ninety minutes That's after wild. watching Joker. Let me I mean did I hear the name Jordan Spieth in there too? Yeah. I think if Jordan Spieth's playing that's a real event. Un- unfortunately they were stuck at a Domino's and not like a Papa yeah. John's or like yeah, a nice place like that, but how awesome is that? They all just get to like hang out for a night if yeah. If there's just like nothing going on. Have you heard the master great. have you heard the stories at the masters about those like six or seven guys that stay in a house all by themselves yeah. at the masters or at the open? It's all the young guys, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas. Uh I don't think Brooks was invited. Yeah. But it's all those guys that like grew up same age. They used to play like youth youth golf together. Ricky Fowler and now, like, their wives are getting on it because they're getting married. That's just a cool story, man. Like, that's that's true yeah, bro-ship. That. Like, you just got to respect that. Anyway, Tiger, be on the lookout. I'm not done. Tiger is hot. Tiger's back. That's the name of his me- memoir. Keep going. Six thin crust pies were ordered, and the gang ate the pizza standing up because there were no tables. <laughs> That's, that if that awesome. if that doesn't if that aren't doesn't you, like aren't you supposed to sit like Chris make you on smile <laughs> on it, that sh- that's horrible that's if that doesn't good. make you smile I don't know what will this morning so there it is Tiger and his boys eating at Domino's in the middle of Japan oh Tiger was in the group yes yes oh that makes so much sense that's okay. hilarious I thought you were just talking about another Zozo championship story <laughs> that was yesterday I think yesterday yeah it's crazy Last damn night. all right. Let's get to our 10 questions. We've got a big 10 questions coming up. Oh, this should be fun. Straight out of Minnesota. Let's go. Okay. Okay. You respect my DJ skills. All right. Number one. Uh, Celtics lose to the 76ers. Are they able to win big games, Brian? Absolutely not. We have not seen anyone on this team proven to be clutch. Yeah, they're they're able to win big games. Let's see if it happens. They're able to win big I games. Thought, I thought, guess what? It's game two. I Let's thought they had. On. I thought they had the 76ers number, and the 76ers came out and beat you guys up. Okay, number two, another Celtic question. Jalen Brown gets a four-year, 115 million extension this week. Is he worth the money? Um. I don't think so, but it's also a player you don't want to lose, and sometimes you got to pay a little bit more than you'd like. I think it's a yes because this is he's a key cog in the, quote, young, young Celtics, the young generation, and the NBA markets are so whack and 
up through the ceiling. You have to pay to get these guys back on your well, team. I know it's crazy. I actually heard that the whole situation in China could hurt the uh, the cap for NBA teams. It'd go down. It, the, the cap would lower. Makes sense. In like in like a couple like of no years. TV deal. So watch out for that. Watch out for. All right. Uh, so I say I just gonna want to give a little background first uh, for our international audience 115 million dollars in the u.s is equal to 150 million canadian dollars uh 103 million euros 89 million british pounds and 168 million australian dollars with that being said that's a lot a lot of money and i don't know i don't know if it's worth it you know who would be Really like happy that you just said Joe that on show. Toronto. No, Stephen Cole. Stephen Cole. He's a big economics guy. You just named like a bunch of currency that probably no one knows what they mean except for you and I. What do you mean? All of our international listeners. Yeah. Games oh yeah, Joe from Toronto. Joe from like, Toronto. Joe from Toronto. Games and Club Worldwide. Yeah, we are we are prestige worldwide. All, All right, right. Next. next. Uh, number three, uh, your boy Big Cat Carl Anthony Towns is he in the MVP consideration this year? He's going to put up video game numbers all year, at least 30, 13. So 30 points, 13 boards, five assists a game. His defense has gotten better every single year. Um, if the Timberwolves can make the playoffs, I think he'll be an MVP finalist. But I don't know if I don't. I doubt he'll win it. Not this year, but he's too good from the outside. He's too skilled to not be in the consideration. And plus, he plays 82 games almost at he, the only games he's missed in his career were because of a car crash, and it was like three games just like letting his neck rest. Never like a basketball injury. Letting his neck rest. All right. Coming off of a 37-point, 15-rebound, 8-assist performance versus the Hornets, I'm going to give him consideration for MVP. And did you see his game one? I didn't. What was it? What it? Game one. Because yesterday. He, I think he slows down, but he's still in MVP consideration. I think he's in the consideration. They have to win, though. Your, your T-Pups, your Timberwolves have to keep winning. I think we're yeah, going to win do. more this year okay. than we historically have. Next. Number four. It's Halloween season. It's coming up less than a week away. Favorite Halloween candy? Go. Ah. Uh, all of them? No. You I mean, have this on the ready? I I just changed my mind every, like, 20 seconds. Um, God I'm going to go Sour Skittles. Honestly, it's not a singular candy, but anytime you get a king size anything, because it's such a flex. Good answer. And, but unless Good you answer, get a king Steve. size, like actually, if you get a king size something you don't like, no, it doesn't matter. You're still happy you can, with then it. Then you can trade it too. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're still happy. Anything king size, you are happy to even be looking yep. at in a doorway. Absolutely. I'm gonna go Reese's Bean Bear Cup, and there's a big family debate whether it's Reese's or Reese's. I'm gonna say it's Reese's right off the bat. Shout out to Reese, our old. Uh, Facilities manager last year. No, no shout out. That's <laughs> okay. redacted. All right, number five, apple cider, warm or cold? I'm gonna go cold. Um, I get that. Cold. Like, sometimes you gotta have it cold? warm. Cold. I'm gonna go cold too. Wow. Yep. What? Some, sometimes, that, sometimes it has to be warm. Like, is that controversial? Yes. No. For me, it's absolutely if, like we could have a talk about if this. If you're right at now. an apple orchard and you're outside and you're a little cold, then it has to be warm. But if I'm inside and I like get the option, warm or cold, I'm going cold. All right. Quick question. Apple cider season. 
what are we what do we got from November into middle maybe of mid January or I mean February like no I, feel I like would once you well, once you turn the calendar winter. once you turn winter. once you turn the calendar to January I think it's over all yeah. right I agree I could I, agree I, with I that I wouldn't carry it into the next year all right I I just take the fall honestly I'd go September to December if I could with yeah that but those are prime months for warm foods warm good feeling hype you up it's not winter yet but you're getting as, there as winter goes on you switch from the warm apple cider of fall to the hot chocolate of winter yeah no i get that so but you have that warm, warm apple cider hot. because you can't go from cold to that hot apple cider it doesn't work well, that's if, why there's that warm apple cider but if you're out yeah if intermediary you're outside, if you're outside and it's cold then it needs to be warm but if i if i'm inside and i get the choice like which one would i rather have warm or cold i'm gonna go cold see i don't care that much about the inter intermediate like cold to hot and i think it has to do with my like coffee drinking ability too that i could drink iced coffee 365 days a year i think that probably contributes to why yeah. i could have you know cold apple cider 365 days a year as well if you if you're heating it up make sure you add a clove or a stick of cinnamon yes stick of cinnamon. Wow. Stick, stick the flavor cinnamon is, is unbelievable some girls would call that Just a little bougie from you all right. All right. Six. I'll, I'll read this question. All right. All right. Uh, the Patriots, are uh, they're on a roll this year. Will they lose a regular season game? One answer that I will not allow is you guys are not allowed to say we are just trying to be 8-0. Belichick's just trying to be 8-0. Nope. 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 Yes, because there's always a... Even in the wins, there's always losses. Belichick will find a way to I hate get a you guys lesson. so much. You guys are not part of the actual team. You guys can say we are winning the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, but that's I don't, I don't we don't like to do you know that. What? Especially I think they in Patriot lose, Land. I think they lose two games. You think you guys are gonna lose two games? Yep. I don't know when they're coming, but I know they need something. They need some type of stepping stone or learning block, something that blocks them. Some I, I you think, say I think if they go through the regular season undefeated, they won't make it to the Super Bowl. Well, that be, no, no, because they haven't. You guys like other than that Bills game, you guys haven't really been challenged. And still looking at your schedule coming up, you guys' schedule this year has been pretty easy. Play who you play, and you say two games. I say two words. No comment. Let's go. All right, seven best, best sports Halloween best costume. sports Halloween costume. I liked mine last night. I thought it was pretty good. I was Ryan uh, looked really good last night. I was Dr. J. Describe it to the people. The I was so short shorts. Dr. J. Afro, uh, short shorts. Uh, it was a blue ABA New York Nets jersey. So before the NBA was even a thing, it's an absolute throwback. My favorite jersey, and then I had like the the socks like up to my knees, um, and it it was just it was a mood. I was I would say that was my favorite that I've ever done. But sports costumes, you can, go, you can go like Herb Brooks. I like that oh, one. That's a good if, you, one. If, you, if you can pull off a plaid suit and like the hair and everything. One, the, my answer is something that I really, go really considered seriously before before I ordered my Halloween costume, which is now Buddy Elf. You'll see me. I didn't <laughs> want to drop it, but now I am. All right. Mine would actually be Coach Taylor because I would buy a Panther starter jacket like with the buttons yeah. all the way down wear the hat like oh, just oh, no, over panthers, the ears panthers or lions yeah oh, oh that's a great one yeah Panthers or lions i to, think to get recognized more people yeah. more pe i'm more of a lions fan but to get recognized you'd have to wear the panthers because yeah, not many people recognize like uh, i didn't watch the show before and i knew who the dylan panthers were i didn't know who the east i might lions have to were. wear an arnett mead shirt then 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going with a Adam Banks Mighty Ducks jersey while eating cake because he's a cake eater. Cake he's eater. a he's a cake eater. He's, he transfers teams from the Hawks. We don't trust him in the beginning. I'm eating a bowl foot a bowl a plate full of cake. <laughs> In the middle of a in party you can't tell, with an Adam a, Bank shirt on because he's a cake eater. Hey, who says you can't eat cake in a bowl? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Number right. eight, Seton Hall that came out in the AP Top 25 as number 12. And Miles Powell has been named the Big East Preseason Player of the Year. Are they being hyped up too much, Zach? What are they at in the rankings? 12th. 12th. They're 12th and they're first in the Big East? No. Yep. Oh, my gosh. What's Villanova? Yeah, where's, what's Villanova? Second. I feel like they're second. And then it goes a Xavier than us. Yep. Xavier. I think Xavier's a little too hyped up. Seton Hall, though. Seton Hall. I think that Miles Powell is not hyped up too much. I buy into that. But I think their team as a whole is a little bit overrated heading into this season. I buy into Miles Powell. They're not 12th. I, 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 could, care less, I could care less about C, uh, Miles Powell. fact that they're 12th and Marquette is unranked is almost blasphemous. Did they play in? No. To the tournament play. last year? No. no they had they? a seat. I think they were like a 12 seed. Oh, they, they, they were on the bubble. The same, as, the same as us. They're on a bubble team. But I cannot. I have to. I struggle with myself every day trying to find out how they vote them 12th. 12th. Doesn't matter. Kevin, Kevin that's Willard's, how we have to, that's how we have to think about it. Coach, but hey, we, Kevin we wanna, Willard. We want to be. I, I would rather have him than Wojo. Sorry. We can agree. We can yeah. agree. Well, that, disagree. This is a good thing. The, uh, this Associated is a good Press, thing because the Big East. Disagree. The Big East is good. That's yeah. a good thing. Because most most media members would pick Marcus Howard uh, over Miles Powell. No. Right? No. 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 Yes. 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 For what? For guy you want five seconds of the game last last summer. No, about, we didn't see it once last what year. About, what we about didn't five, see it a single what about five time. Seconds? I'm just I'm I'm not saying if it's right. I'm saying what by about, the media's logic, if they would like seconds? Marcus more, if Marcus is an All American just like Miles Powell, how are you going to put his Pre-season team unranked against Seton Hall's twelfth? Because 12th. It's, a, it's a team sport. It's not just one player. Yeah, and the Seton Hall team is is last time I but, checked, but with their not like they have? But with superstars. Their, yeah, no, but with their scene. And from a completely unbiased view, they think that Seton Hall's team is more well-rounded than ours. They think, it's just a, no, here's this what is, it is. This is it. This is it. It's the the Hauser Housers. brothers left. Exactly. The Housers left. And now it's like we're way up here. Marquette's, you know, fifth in the top five team in the country with the Housers and Marcus. And now since the Housers leave, the media takes them down all the way down the mountain. They think that they're dropped and done because both the Housers left. Yeah, this I think not true. I think we'll be fine. But okay, let's right. move on. Uh, number nine, we just talked about it a little bit, but who is who ends up the, as the Big East Player of the Year? Is Jesse Govan still in the Big East? No, he graduated. Ooh, Miles Powell. Yeah, Powell. It's either him or I'm, it's either him or Marcus. I'm still gonna go. Marcus. I I liked Jesse Govan a lot, and I would love for Marcus to win it, but I don't, I don't see it happening two years in a row. All I right, don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep going, and we're gonna go to number ten. Are we fans of Minneapolis and St. Paul now, boys? Also known after as our Twin trip. Cities. Also where, where, are Twin cities. where are they? Where are they? What are these? Yos. Come on. <laughs> what Come on, they? buddy. What are these? What are we? Oh, the places, the, the, little, right. the little villages we visited this weekend? Visit the villages? The little, the little places? Are you a fan of the Twin Cities? I am. I think, especially Minneapolis, Minneapolis is a nice city. Yeah. And it's, 
We, we it's were a little the, bigger than Milwaukee. I like the stadium. The, the football stadium, the U.S. Bank being downtown, is a huge plus. It's crazy. It's right there. And all the the type of the cities that have, like, it's not like this with Fenway and the Gardens Act where they're on almost two separate sides of the city. Minnesota, they have their basketball arena and the baseball field almost right next it's, to each yeah, other. Yeah, it's Target Complex. I think that's cool. Yeah. So... I'll give that a plus. I'll give the food. It's a cool city. We're not. We're not a meant for our cuisine. Yeah. We'll get. We'll get it. It'll be down. But let's uh, let's transition a little bit. That's our ten questions. Call us up. It is four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one. Tweet us at grubmur. But now to just dive in a little bit to our trip. We had speaking of food, we had a very uh, hyped up restaurant from. Our boy Brian, who is it, a who's an employer of Cassettas employee. in Little Italy district of St. Paul, hyped up the pizza a lot. Zach, Zach did it deliver? It. it wasn't you. You talk about it. You can never hype up something so much. I, no, I love that pizza that much. It's not that good. I think it it's is good pizza. I it's think not I think it's the that best good. pizza I've ever had. It's not in the top ten. It's probably not in the top fifteen. <laughs> I you you also did you like the deep dish you had last night? It was too cheesy. It was too cheesy. You're you like the thin pizzas, don't you? No, I no. liked the deep dish last night. I think it was good. And also All the right. the thin crust we got. So shout out to Pizano's Pizza. Uh, my mom took us out there for yeah, dinner. Thanks for sponsoring this Pizano's Pizza. Yeah, this episode of Games and Grub is informally brought to you by Pizano's Pizza, Oprah's favorite thin crust. That's not a joke. Oprah's favorite. I thought thin you guys crust. had deep dish. Deep dish. We also got we, thin crust. We, we also, got two pizzas. I mean, you to had share. to get the thin crust if it if Oprah endorses if Oprah it. If Oprah says it's number one, you're getting that pizza. I don't let Oprah's you have recommendations to try rule my life. This is Dave. This is the Dave Portnoy way of thinking. If he said, if someone says, "Hey Dave, you have to try this pizza." Hey Dave, if Oprah says it's number one, you bet he's getting his behind in the car, driving to Milwaukee, and trying that. Well, pizza. when's it gonna happen then? Yeah. That's our we're we're playing by those rules because we live in Milwaukee. Yeah. If it's that close, we have to play by those All right, rules. Zach, quick question about Cassettas. You had uh, what kind of gelato? Cannoli gelato? Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that it was, stuff. It was like perfectly thick. So like the texture was amazing, but like the ice cream, the way I don't, the gelato, the way it was. Yeah, the gelato ness. Yeah, just the. Yeah. The essence is. Ha- it wasn't even like the flavor was good. Yeah, it just bro, tastes that, like cannoli, but that, the essence like. That pastry shop in everything there. Everything behind it. Just, just everything in there is, it's just. Maybe it was where I was. The place was so beautiful. Like, yeah. it was so cool to be in that I was just like, wow, this is the best gelato I've ever had in my life just because this place looks so cool and there are 30 other desserts I could have chosen from. Yeah. Oh, no, by the way, that was, this isn't, this isn't, uh, it's kind of related, but uh, going to Mayfair yesterday with my mom, we go, we Mayfair pass Mall. by Mayfair Mall, uh, Wauwatosa. Shout out to the Tosa people, Tosa East, Tosa West, whatever it is. Tosa South. Gang, Tosa gang. South. You go to Tosa South? <laughs> no. What's their mascot? Tosa South? I imagine it's, it's got to be like the, the Tosas. Spartans. <laughs> Spartans, yeah. The Tosas sounds like a you know pizza order you could get. Anyway, we get to, there's a Collectivo stand at this Mayfair Mall, and they have like bakery stuff. And you know what I got, Brian, that you'd be really happy or maybe really upset at me for? I saw you. You got a macaroon. I did get a macaroon. It was a birthday cake flavor. Had it in like two bites. It was really good. And it was like different texture than I thought. And I was 
ridiculed by the Gallagher family for almost 365 days for what I said in New York during spring break last year when I said, when and I called macaroons pretty patties from crabby, SpongeBob. Crabby, crabby patties. patties. Well, no, pretty patties because yeah, they're colored. In yeah. uh, Dylan's Candy Bar. Shout out Dylan's Candy Bar. Shout out Dylan's Candy Bar. So much fun. Brought to you by Polo. <laughs> this <laughs> episode of Games and Grow Up is informally brought to you by Dylan Lauren and, and the good folks at Games and Grow Up. Uh, no, at... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the good people at Games and Grow Up. Are we really uh, that good? We're not that good. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Taco Fall. You don't like the tacos that your mom made? Taco Fall. <laughs> off the table. All right, you gotta oh love boy. that. Don't get that's, no a good, that's a quick shout out yeah. to uh, Big Poppy, the Big, man, the myth, Big the legend, Keenan, our boy Keenan Thompson, Keenan Thompson, Saturday Doing Live, those fake ads, Saturday Night Live. Oh, gotta love it. We're following your footsteps. Where was I going with We're that? Macaroon. So macaroons, I can confirm they're not pretty patties. I can confirm they're good. I mean, it's good food. So, Wild but it, it, does it does it give me any less credibility that I had a birthday cake one? I guess not because there's so many flavors, right? Right. Yeah. No, you're okay. fine. You just gotta build your way up. When when you say Work something that up. incredibly I hate to say it, ignorant. Word, ignorant. There we go. Ignorant. There's a good one. Then you have to build yourself up in some way. You have to try it over and over again. You have to have some credibility that says I have to change and I have to be better and I have to try these. Okay. And critique them, I guess, even right. in a certain light. Yeah, but after our Twin Cities trip, we may have to uh Create a new segment called Between Two Cities with Brian Gallagher. Between Two Hi. Cities. Welcome to another edition of Between Two Ferns. I'm Seth <laughs> Galifianakis. Yeah, so we have to do that. We if may you, have to do that. If you it. haven't already, please look yeah. up. Go on your computer right after this uh, this show is done and look up Between, Between Two, Two Ferns. Ferns. With Zach Alphanakis, if you need help spelling. It, it'll, it'll figure it out. You'll Just find it. Between Two Ferns, it is the best talk show of all time soon enough you'll be able to hear between two cities with yeah. uh coming, brian loser face coming oh. coming coming soon zachary between, between two cities okay all right let's get to our next segment yeah. because we've had we've had a lot of uh we've actually had more nba talk than nfl talk so far except for the patriots but patriot jets we're gonna get to maybe the quote of the week from new york jets quarterback sam Darnold saying what during a game Yeah, you know, I think I think for me, I just gotta, you know, just uh, when I when I talk to the coaches, I just gotta be, you know, straight up. And you know, for me, um, I just gotta see the field a lot better. That's kind of what that means. And are right. you kidding me? That's what that means. I just gotta see the field better. I are I you just, kidding me? I just want to know who. Who let that clip get released? Because that's as bad of a look as it gets. Are you kidding all me? I have to say. Come on. If you're... I don't think that... He just made up have, an excuse for that. If you if you said that, if you agreed, if if you're mic'd up, I don't understand what what the problem is. 33-0, to so, zero, Monday Night Football. 11 for 32. 11 of 32 for 86 yards. Four interceptions and a fumble. Five turnovers, 86 yards, zero points, and you blame it on yourself being able to see the field? That Patriots defense, that game. One loss. Yeah, no, I know. Was unstoppable. I'm just adding to that stat line. Unbelievable. 
unstoppable. And this guy, Sam Darnold, unproven quarterback, coming back from a what are you mono? So he had a, he had special special uh, chest protector on. They were hyping him up before the game. He's coming back so fast, and they think he's going to get it done on the field. All the Monday night reporters are thinking the same thing. He, he's going to have a game, and he's seeing ghosts. How perfect is it? Hol- the Halloween season's coming up. The Halloween season's upon us, actually. Right now, we got less than a week. We got like five days. And he's seeing ghosts on the field. He's seeing the entire Patriots defense. That's what it is. He's not seeing ghosts. He's seeing those guys. What were they wearing? Blue? They're called the Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. That, that's Linebackers, so good. Kyle Van Noy, Dante Hightower, and... Oh, why am I blanking on the name? Kyle Van Noy... Dante Hightower, and Jamie Collins. Boom. I thought I would get it. So No excuses. No excuses. No which excuses. Is, which you is a good take thing. Responsibility. He, said, he said that. He said it, it is, he, didn't, he didn't say like, oh, no, I was just talking about something else off the field. He acknowledged it was on the field. He did not acknowledge what it was that was actually – he was seeing the defense. He was seeing the boogeyman. Those are the ghosts. He's seeing the boogeyman. All Go right. get the boogeyman shirt from Barstool today. Today. Will Baker see ghosts? Will Baker see ghosts? This upcoming weekend, because it's it's closer to Halloween. What do we got? What what days? Two days away. We got Patriots right, so Browns. Two days away. It's literally the cl- uh. No, there's actually going to be a game. There's three on days next in Sunday. between Halloween and this and this ghost. Oh my god! It's Halloween. This I is know. Perfect. That's what I'm saying. This is so so serendipity, and you'll make fun of me for saying no, that no. Word, I like it. It's a great word in this yep. as- in this circumstance because Kay. we have four days, five days from Halloween. And we have a chance three days away from Halloween for Baker Mayfield to see ghosts. How excited are you about that? Very excited. I don't think he won't say he's seeing ghosts. No, no like, one will ever make a dumb enough. No one will like ever say that like again Sam in the NFL. Arnold. Come on, buddy. It's all right. Let's move on and see that how was... Baker let's see how Baker does this week. Um, we're gonna we're waiting we're waiting the NARP of the week. We're gonna get a call from our girl Kendall. She has agreed to call in and give us and Rachel may make an appearance too, so get ready for that. Who is our NARP of the week this week? Is it Zach? Is it Brian? Is it Aiden? Who knows? We will see. Uh, let's jump to. Let's. You want to clip it and rip it again? Let's do. You want to do? Let's let's give a little uh, choose your own adventure here. Do you want to do clip and rip it again with Joe Buck, or do we want to do best food we ate this week? Yeah, let's go for best food. Best food we ate this week. Let's go quick around the round table. Brian, go best food. Turn your mic on. Go. We got we got burgers with my uh, my father. He, uh, brought us to his little place called Bennett's out in St. Paul, and uh, I had it's called the uh, the Juanita. It is like a juicy Lucy, which if you don't know what that is, nice it pronunciation. Is, it is a uh, a juicy Lucy is a burger that is filled with cheddar. So the Juanita is filled with pepper jack, and the pepper jack they use is just like I we were actually just talking about this this morning. Pepper jack is the most underrated cheese. Yeah, uh, I, we said I that. You said Gouda if, too. If I'm yeah, if I'm getting one cheese on a burger, it's gonna be Pepper Jack. Um, but they, so it's like a burger with like a pocket of Pepper Jack in the inside, and it was just like it was just really good. And the burgers you have at Wild, they just don't get it done for me. So. All right, Zach. Um, I got my best food of the week is actually gonna be my worst food of the week because it was hyped <laughs> up so much. So Brian Cassettes Pizza in St. Right. Paul, Minnesota. <laughs> you hit it. You was not good enough for you to talk about it as much as you do. I, so I you it. can now stop talking 
and I can get on with my life and say what my actual best food of the day, <laughs> best food of the week was, which was, it's kind of a, uh, kind of weird, I guess. Pickles? Pickles. 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 Why is, why is that your pick? So we had this. Your I pick. Mean, get it? Pick is in pickles. All right. You can stop listening right now if you want. <laughs> Keep going. Um, Keep going. Yeah, so Brian's dad likes you. to eat pickles by the jar. And I decided like, to try it pickles. out. Hot, hot pickles. pickles. So yeah. I decided to try it out. We got pickles from, uh, what was it? Beef jerky. Beef jerky outlet. Outlet. <laughs> Didn't yeah. even know that existed. Only and in, when in Minnesota. Yeah, right? went in Minnesota, and we got a jar of hot pickles, <laughs> and I was eating it before our dinner. Well, yeah, so this is before dinner. So we, we were out on the boat. We get off the boat. We go to this dessert place. It's on Lake Minnetonka in Minnesota, a nice area in Wyzetta. And we bring this like so pretty large, pretty large box of desserts back to my house. Zach has this thing of pickles he bought. My dad already had pickles that he had, so we're eating spicy pickles and dessert like thirty minutes before we're going to a dinner. <laughs> it, yeah, it was really <laughs> weird. What was that? Nice, uh, at a nice crepe cake. There's a, we had a crepe cake. A crepe cake. And crepe. I wasn't that was eating. The, that so was the good. best thing I had. I wasn't so eating good. the crepe cake. I was just eating the two jars of pickles. Oh, because yeah. are you calling audible? That's the best thing you ate. This yeah, week? no, the crepe cake was forget the best. Forget the burger. Thing. Yeah. All right. right, forget it. My pick. I'm gonna stick with it. Is from the same restaurant. Stick with it. I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah. Nice pun. Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with it. Because mine is the Sticky Burger. That's right. The Sticky Burger from Bennett's. Same restaurant. And you know what it was, folks? Part two. Burger with peanut butter. Gross. Again. I did Gross. it to you again. Gross. Second time is the charm. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's I, I still, Aiden, I'm just not hearing that that's good. I'm sorry. It was. And it might have been a little no, more but I well guess- done than I w- would have liked. But the peanut butter was the perfect. This is what I'm looking for, folks. Last time, last year, if you remember, if you're a loyal fan, you remember that I went to build a burger, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, put peanut butter and steak sauce on it, and it was not good because the combination is not good. Well, and the, the the it wasn't like a lot of peanut butter that was on the sticky burger, right? It was just like a little bit. It was like the perfect yeah. spread. It was like spread yourself low. Like it wasn't thick as, you know, molasses, but. It did the job for me, and you can taste it. Not every single bite, because it wasn't in your face, but it worked just the right amount. Sticky burger, yeah. go to Bennett's, try the sticky burger. Cheese, bacon, peanut butter. If you yeah. haven't listened to that episode. A lot episode, of protein. If you have not listened to that episode that we had last season, please go back on Spotify or something. One of the best episodes on in, Spotify. In had. It's called Peanut Butter on a T-Shirt, because we that's our uh, it was our joke from last from the last show. And that was that was the show that Joe from Toronto came on. So that was an all timer. Go back on Spotify, listen to that from last year. All right, next, let's go to again. Choose your own adventure. Joe Buck, are we passing on Joe Buck again, or are we going to do our head to head? Go head to head. Head to head. Pass on Joe Buck. We'll go all back right. to Joe Buck right now. Let's go back so to Joe. Brian's moderating. I'll introduce this head to head. So, all right, we got our caller though. Oh, we oh take yeah, 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 take our caller. And hello, you gotta turn him up. Call Caller, you're, you're on the air. Oh wow, it's windy. It is windy. Kenny, uh, all right. welcome well, to the show, Kendall Frimmer. Ladies and gentlemen, here Hi. is our NARP of the week segment we've all been waiting for. So, Kendall, could you just give us a few cents on uh, what is a NARP of w- NARP of the week and who it is this week? Yeah, what you can build it up, kinda. Do your job. Talk about them a little bit. 
Okay, so our narc of the week choice was Aiden because he bought a pair of running shoes, even though they're not real running shoes. Oh, I knew it. What? Aiden, Aiden, buddy, we told you to buy pegs and you didn't. Pegs are the only running shoes in the universe. Molly, you're here too. Hi. Who? Molly. So Rachel and, Molly. Rachel and Molly. Okay, so we got three so out got, of four. Did you all three vote Aiden this week, or was it like a two to one? No, I was split between Gallagher and Yost. So. Oh, sweet. Yeah, awesome. High five. We okay. got half a vote each. Get that on the mic. We'll take it. Um, but Aiden buying fake running shoes might be one of the worst parts of this Explain week. He, he Kendall, might have, he might have Kendall, already secured NARP of the year. Kendall, you are a D1 cross-country runner. Explain to me how those shoes are fake running shoes. <laughs> well, the Nike Joyride is like running in a Nike Free. Like, what do you need? It's like what running need in a regular get? shoe. What do I need to get to have real running Aiden, shoes? Because I'm not returning they could, they could brand anything as a running shoe. That doesn't mean it's a good running shoe. Yeah. Not, there's there's a difference I between the that. running brand and no like one, the running like what people should actually wear for their feet. You know what I mean? Like when our when our coach sends out a list of shoes that we get to choose from to get like our shoe order, the joyride is not one of those choices. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I hope it's not. Right. Thank well, thank you. Thank God I'm not a D1. So we'll put him in his place. Yeah. It, it's better than the Jordans. It's a step up. Thank yeah, God. he was wearing Jordans. <laughs> he's wearing Kendall, Jordans. He's doing more. better, right? <laughs> okay. And what uh, fast forward, little sneak peek to next week. What do you think we need to do to step up our game? Yeah, to get what, our what are we looking week? for here? Yeah, what's the committee want? It has to be like something out of the ordinary, like athletic wise. Like Brian, you are very athletic. You do a lot of stuff, but like oh, that's a norm brag. for you. Hey, if do, do something out of your comfort zone. Like, all, all I'm saying, okay. all, all I'm saying, if I do those hundred laps, I feel like it's already secured. Brian's talking about laps. swimming 100 laps. Talking about swimming a Would that do time. it, Kendall? Yeah, all three of us say absolutely. If you actually get 100 laps, then you the auto you, get NARP of the week. I think I think <laughs> you guys are still underestimating like my right. ability to do the 100. It's fine. Kendall, I'll get back to you. I'm going to try to think of something really obscure that's athletic in some way, shape, that's or a form. Good, that's a good criterion. Do something out of your comfort zone. Set up model for yeah. life. Kendall, set up the steeple chase in the track, and me and Zach will do that for an, an hour. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> an hour? That'd be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's like freaking out in the air. We, we'd look like Bridge had fallen over those things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kendall, thank you for being our moderator this week, NARP of the Week, and thank you yeah, for rewarding me with it, even though I probably maybe <laughs> don't deserve it. <laughs> okay. Have Thank a great you very day. much. Have a great day, right. Kendall. Bye, guys. Bye, Kenny. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so now, that was NARP of the week. That was a great. I, I like that, that little yeah. segment. I love little, it. Little segment. Little so segment you'll hear a little bit about what we are doing athletically around. I mean, not I, that not that any of you care. I thought that eating salad would kind of give me NARP of the week because you know, NARP athletic people. Yeah, eat athletic salad people are, and are healthy. Was, that's what the that's what the healthy hey, line is for. Not every single athletic person eats salad because Mitch Moreland, Boston Red Sox first baseman, he would say he plays baseball. Do what's they make the, the Tom playoffs? Brady? What's the Tom Brady diet? Uh, I don't I don't do that. Steak and potatoes. That's what I do. Steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes. P u h t a y d a u s. Spell that out. Potatoes. Potatoes. Okay. All right. Back to the head-to-head. Back, back to the head-to-head. All right. So, Orange Juice. Oh, we uh, have another caller. Oh, <laughs> another caller? Take it. Let's take, go. take it. Take it. Let's take go. It. Oh, here we go. Caller, you're on the air. You're live. Hey, how we doing? How's it going? 
Good. Introduce um, yourself. Introduce yourself to the audience, even though I know who this is. My name is Josh McMahon. Um, I'm, I'm an avid sports lover from uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Oh, I get Okay, background uh, for the people. Josh called in last year, and he's one of our favorites because oh. he called in with, I think it was you and Jackson. Team. Yeah, hot takes with McMahon. And he sat on the phone with us for about half an hour talking about Kobe, the NFL. I don't think I was We talked about born basketball. He was a veteran, even though it was his first time. All wow. Right. So Let's spit it out. Let's see. Let's yep. hear what you got, Josh. What's your take oh, yeah. for, the, for the day? So, uh, first of all, I want to I want to question the, the fake running shoes. Um, did you go on running shoes for chief.com? Like I used to go on Jordan's for chief.com. That, that, that what went on? Yeah. Jordan four cheap, the number four. He actually, I'm looking it up right now, but he actually went to an outlet mall or an we actual were, mall to we get them at an actual mall, and there were shoes okay. like good shoes, but he didn't like the running colors. for cheap. Running for the number four. It's yep. going on like it's a step down from like NiceKicks.com. Yeah. All right. Keep going. What what else you got for us? Yeah. So All right. uh, damn, Josh. I, I got, got something like that. I yeah, I got something for you. Um, how are you guys thinking of Jason Tatum so far? Um, I know I'm a Celtics fan. Um, you know he's a real controversial kind of um, whether people think what his potential is. Basically, that's that's kind of a uh, up in the air. Yep. Um. I don't like it. I, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too mad if uh, Danny Ainge made a move with him. Honestly, I, I don't like his body language. I don't like his sideburns. First of all, that's the worst <laughs> crime of his game. That's the worst crime of his game right there. Um, I don't like the body language. I don't like the shot selection. Um, I don't know. I'm not liking what I see so far. Um, and I, I wouldn't be mad if if there was a move made for him. Honestly, he's my guy. I think I, we I, put too much into him already. I'm sorry. I think we are. We've set our course, and we can't. We can't turn but back right now. Here, here's what I'd say with Danny Ainge and Jason Tatum's potential. Moving him is probably be would probably be the wisest decision. You'd be able. You'd be able to get. You'd be able to get enough good pieces back from a GM that's desperate, and that's going to give you a bunch of draft picks or something like that, or maybe another player. But you'd be able to get enough draft picks. And enough like good assets other than Jason Tatum, because his shot selection it is kind of like it is kind of scary. He's got some nice moves. He's got. He thinks he's Kobe. He thinks he's Kobe. He th- he does. I mean, but this year I though, there was sometimes he does. Yeah, there was an interview where there he said, "I'm me. Story. He's I'm not, trying to. I don't need a D Kobe fight." Yeah, yeah. He, he needs can say to whatever D he wants. Mamba himself but, because he learned too much from. Kobe. No, he said he didn't need to D Mamba himself. I thought he was he's, though. He's playing his own game, and whether you like it or not, figure it out. Danny Ainge right now cannot say he dislikes it, so we're keeping him until I was telling you happens. this last year. I'd rather have Jalen Brown than Jason Tatum. I disagree. I think for, he's still the, so young that he price, has such for, a potential to be a superstar. For the price wow. you can get both of them at. So you, you, I assume you think Jalen Brown is worth the money then, Josh? Yeah, I, I think he's worth the money. And I think Jason Tatum and most of those, like Terry Rozier and all those players from that one playoff oh, run, R. I R. think, two R. years R. ago. Terry, even though... <laughs> R.I.P. is Celtics. Scary free. Terry. Everyone forgets <laughs> the best nickname ever. Scary Terry. Um, is that the best but, uh, nickname? What's is it's that up the there. best nickname? That, of that all time? shirt is up there for one of the greatest shirts I've ever like. It's on the Mount Rushmore of barstool shorts. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. The, the Scary Terry shirt. I love it. <laughs> it's up there with the Goodell clown shirt and uh, the twenty-eight to three shirt. Yes, I, yep. I like that. That's a great bad, three. But. Good. That's good. We got to find out one yep. more by the end of the show. Wow. I wonder where you guys are from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sorry Josh. I any Falcons fans. I'm going to open. 
I'm going to open the door for you to maybe change your answer, maybe not. One more time, because this was a question we had from last year. Who is your favorite born basketball coach that you've ever had? Hmm. Hmm. It's got to be from you. Come on. It's got to hmm. be. Like sixth, sixth Six, grade yeah, is, when sixth everyone's, is when everyone's favorite basketball you coach You love him. Hmm. He taught you the game. Mr. He taught Hatton. you. You'll, you'll see Hatton. why I asked this question. Mr. Hatton. Mr. Hatton, because he, he, he gave me some isolation plays. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Mr. I think, Hatton. I think my dad would deny that. I think he was. Yeah, he would. Oh, he, yeah, he, would. <laughs> he would say, A, that he called you out for every single travel and carry that you gave. And then B, he would never be an isolation guy. Yeah, he's a big team team passing guy. That Hattons are are a big uh, move the ball family. Get it, get it to the next guy. Get it to the next guy. Get it to the next guy. Then shoot. So let me uh, rephrase. I would turn it into isolation plays. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I like that. I like that. You got to do what you got to do with your coach. I got to get mine. Yeah, know? yeah. It's all about, it's all about you when you're on that sixth grade court. That eighth grade. What year were you? With your Jordan Forest. Yeah, when, when you're out there playing basketball for, for fun and you're doing that, you take your isolations. You know, I love that. No matter what coach yep. says. Hey, a shooter shoots, you know? That's just... Shooter shoots, baby. That's the game. Hey, you have a paycheck you're trying to secure. I mean, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six, trying to support the family. Sixth yeah. grade, you're making money off your image and likeness, right? <laughs> if, you, if you can't score, you can't win. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I like it. Is that your mic drop? Yep. <laughs> All right, Josh. Thanks for calling. Right, great great having you on. Yeah, great having thanks you on. Call again. All right. All right. Call us back. Bye, buddy. Light up. Light up. All right, Josh McMahon, a rising star in the caller game. I think. I think he's got a lot of. It's like Jason Tatum. He's got a lot of potential in the uh, in the caller game, because with the plethora of stories that we have from my youth basketball days, how I embarrass myself. Oh, dude, you do not want to talk so about youth many. basketball. I've had. Quarters. I've had no. I've had spans of two minutes where I fell out of games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kid you not. You've read the tweets. Two minutes. Yeah, even JV basketball. I started playing hands with my defense with my hands behind my back once because I had three fouls. Like, okay, LeBron. Minute, I know. No, <laughs> right. Zach. Zach right. did that before LeBron did right. that. <laughs> no, it's, confirmed. Damn. Yeah, it's kind of just a shot at the refs. It's like, As all I'm, right, you're gonna call foul on me. I'm gonna put my hands behind my back and still guard this dude. I'm going. I'm <laughs> scrolling through Twitter right now trying to find those because yeah, it's just it's yeah, gold. They're hilarious. All right. All right. Let's hit this head to head. Yep. Uh, if we get another caller, that's fine. Yep. But uh, so orange juice, you want it with or without pulp? No pulp. Zach? No capes. But pulp's okay. Pulp's uh, okay, but no capes. <laughs> All right. Uh, no capes, but pulp's okay. Zach, why don't you lay out why you like pulp in your orange juice? So pulp's good. Most people um, that don't like the texture of orange juice with pulp are just soft. That's how I see it, at least. So there's my my point number one. Um, my next point is that it is healthier. Healthier. Explain why it's healthier. Give us at least, at yeah, least yeah. one please, please small piece of evidence to why it's healthier. You, uh, By the way, quick uh, quick interjection. I just Zane found one. I just found one at ZPass18 from November 2018. Goes uh, replies to this guy from from. Uh, Tyler Murphy. Shout out Providence College. Replies, I crossed you up in third grade, Barker, then hit you and got ejected. <laughs> I got, wait, read that again. Who's it okay. coming from? Okay, and so these are like best let's go to the pass. background. These are best Okay, at Tyler7Murphy tweets, guess what? 
Joey Rockdy once ate a French fry off the ground off the Weymouth McDonald's. Cannot think of a lower moment. Gross. <laughs> Zachary Bassios at ZPass18 replies, I crossed you up in third grade, Barker, then hit you and got ejected. <laughs> so, so Barker Bassos is like our town leak. <laughs> yeah, so I probably did that. I probably... Uh, who tweeted it? Was it Tyler Murphy? Uh... Yeah, Tyler Murphy. So, yeah, so he's pretty good at basketball. He's way better than me. So, you got to, like, you know, you kind of just got to flex what you got. Okay. I might have cost him up once and then punched him. I found I found the one that I was looking for. At Z, this is August 13th of 2018. At ZPass18 tweets, quick recap of my greatest athletic accomplishments. Making JV lax as a frosh, scoring in a JV basketball game, coming in third in the Patriot League cross-country JV championship. I'm at best an average athlete. Can you recall your favorite Z-Pass sporting moment? I'm at best. I am the best JV athlete you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> okay, and the replies to, to this, the replies to this are Lavelle Lavoy, Tyler Murphy. Let's go to him first because he was the one that started this all. At Tyler Seven Murphy replies, "You got four fouls in like the last three minutes of a JV basketball game, so then you started playing defense with your hands behind your back." <laughs> Okay, Tommy Williams at Tommy WI five two two five four seven zero six wild handle tweets <laughs> hitting a half court shot to win fifty dollars at yeah, Harperman. I did that. You hit a half yeah, court shot to win fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. That's yeah. wild. It was definitely like the ugliest shot anyone has ever seen. We were all just <laughs> hawk, we were all just hawking him up, and I was just like, "All right, I'll try." And I gave it like one try, and there it goes, fifty bucks in my pocket. <laughs> and then finally, our boy Brendan Betancourt, who we met at Notre Dame. Loyal Notre Dame Irish fan, he tw- at BS Bet he tweets leading the B team four by two to a five point victory over Hanover. Yeah, so I'm a distance runner, but uh, I was bored and decided to run a 200 after a two mile, which I would never suggest doing because <laughs> your legs are dead. <laughs> but this other team was just so bad, I'd like so bad that I beat them in like their race, which was. Another one of my JV accomplishments in life. So, oh my God, yeah. so many JV. <laughs> how many? How many JV like accomplishment Teams. trophies do you have under your bed or sitting I mean, above you as you sleep? A at good, night? like a lot, like a lot. Yep, I double digits probably. Damn. Yeah, on my uh, dresser. I love it. I mean, JV is the best time of your life. There's no yeah. pressure. You're just playing the game for for fun at that yeah. point. Right? You know what though? It's hard to recognize that when you're in high school. It's a great take by you. But once you're in high school and you're like either a freshman or a sophomore, you look up to the varsity kids. You're like, "Damn, I'm not good enough." But that's that's the right mindset you have to have. You're playing the game for fun. There's no repercussions. Sure, you're trying to play well and win. I'd rather I'd rather no play pressure. I'd rather play JV than sit bench on varsity though. You know what I mean? It's like a big it's a big popularity stunt in high school. In high school, to get the acceptance from other Did people. Did your high school even have a JV team? I mean, yeah. you guys only had like. 30 kids total. Yeah, I thought you automatically made varsity if you tried out. No, no, 56-person graduating class. And I I was not good enough to just walk on to varsity freshman year. I'm a JV two-year veteran in uh, basketball and baseball. So Well, most kids don't they don't play varsity freshman year. Usually they'll have like one kid in a exactly. grade to play varsity freshman year. Exactly. All right, so let's, so let's, let's go back. Can we go back? Can yeah. we go back to All right, the pulp? So so why, is, pulp. why is pulp healthier? So... Um, pulp has fibers in it that help decrease sugars in our blood, and fiber also lowers uh, triglyceride 
and cholesterol levels. Nice pronunciation. Yeah, thank you. It's a hard word. To, it's spelt weird, but it's it's healthier with the pulp because the fibers help so many aspects of your day-to-day life. Um, so my next thing is, would you rather have an orange, just an orange, or an artificial orange? Because that's artificial orange. I mean, exactly. That's what you're telling me. That's the is orange that the, juice. That's that, what you're, you're drinking. Juice? Yeah, kinda, kinda. Yeah, because what I'm saying is this orange, I can literally just squeeze it out right in, and yeah, pulp's gonna get in. You know what I mean? Like it just naturally, like when you squeeze yeah. it, it'll come out and it'll happen. And that's real orange juice. That's healthy. There it is, right in front of you. Whereas you're like, all right, let's sift it. Let's put some chemicals in it. Let's put some sugars in it. Let's, because I not you're, and even even ones with pulp they add stuff in. But there are more with pulp that have zero additives and they're healthier for you than there are with no pulp. Okay. Here, here's my here's right. my take. Don't 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 respond to him. Say what you need to say about no pulp first. Okay, here's my take. There's a lot more channels to have healthier drinks and foods than having to manipulate orange juice. Because orange juice itself, you have to have as as humans, as human beings, we need to, you know, most of us crave sugar. We need to have some sort of you know, something where it's really hard. Like like Luke Cafferty, he sucked down that green tea drink that Billy Riggins <laughs> yeah. made him, and he thought it was terrible. Like, as humans, we crave sugary sort of drinks and foods while trying to be healthy at the same time. It's almost impossible to eliminate the former. So I feel like there's a lot more channels where you could, a lot more different foods where, did you just turn everyone's mic off? Okay, God bless you. Everyone has a lot more channels where they can have sort of yeah that messes with my mic have healthier foods but without substituting out orange juice out of your diet because orange juice with or without pulp is a maybe the number one well-known source for vitamin c in your diet if you substitute that out or if you just if you have if you make yourself throw pulp in it and without liking it anymore then you're just going to drop it all together, and that's just not a good thing for your diet. I'm sorry. It's not like you're adding pulp into it. Pulp is naturally an orange juice. No, no, no. If you go, if you switch from no pulp to pulp, I'm a no pulp guy. It helps me, A, consume vitamin C, and B, have a good time drinking it because I know it's You also good. know when you have a cup of orange juice, like what you're talking about, the process, no pulp, blah, blah, blah. There's, it accounts for like nearly three quarters of your sugar intake for a day, like one glass. Right. Yeah, I think I just think the there's a lot more recommended sugar recommended intake. Sugar yeah. intake. I just think from a human perspective, there's a lot more other nasty or a lot more nastier foods. No, for I agree. You than it's not. Are, like, yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world to have juice. orange so, juice without pulp. It's just it is way better. I don't think you need to sacrifice here. Sacrifice what? A texture problem? Do you have a problem eating? I do have a problem with the texture things? of pulp. Uh, okay. I think it's nasty. What's wrong with the texture of things? Get over it. Don't you're not you in third grade anymore. You can't not eat. You're gonna call me soup. S- you're gonna call me hey, soft hey, or hey, no pulp. Oh my! This is bad. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. This is no. I am gonna call you soft. You're gonna call me soft because you're the kind of kid that would look at a what a, at a chili at like a. You know how chili's like got that weird feel in your mouth sometimes with too much beans and, and you like, don't know. Let me what try. It, you don't you know what's in it. You don't know what's in it. Okay. In's the kind of kid to say what's in this. He asks first, and then he hears something he doesn't like. He doesn't even know what's in there. I'm but he never, asked for it. He hears something he doesn't like, and he doesn't eat it. You're that's one, like the pulp. 
If I say drink this. You're 100% wrong. I've never asked what is in something before I eat it. If I ever Especially handed if, you. if like my mom makes it for dinner. Never. If I, if, Any, even if we're out somewhere, I would never be that guy to ask, oh, what's in this? And if I hear something I don't like. So then why would you do that with orange juice? That's that's just how our huh? family was raised. No, Paul. No, I get it. I get it. You you just said you would never ask what's in something. So if I gave you a regular glass, you couldn't tell. Sometimes you can't tell if there's pulp because it's at the bottom or it's mixed in because with it. Because at some point in your life, if you get to, like you say, 13, 14, you're going to figure out, oh, shoot, there's pulp and no pulp versions of orange juice, right? And you're going to choose one over the other just because one's more tasty. That's what you do when you're so you it's know, because a it's young more tasty. Kid. Okay. All right. We got to bring an end to this segment. Right, got a little heated there for a second. It did. I was surprised. Some people Flavonoids are- Flavonoids have been shown to prevent cancerous cell development, enchant capillaries, and work as an anti-inflammatories. Put that in English, please. Yeah. Sorry. Next. They help- Next. They, they help, help prevent cancer? Can you they help you. That? They help you uh, live? Yeah. Like right. life fiber. So right. uh, next segment, we got the bold take of the week. Yeah, so let's go. Remember, so for this segment, we go over what we said in the previous episode- uh, and we're going to keep score and see how everyone's doing. Uh, so, so far, the scoreboard is Aiden is at one. Zach is at zero. I'm at zero, too. But I lobbied oh, to get an extra Stop half crying. point. No. I, I lobbied for it. No. I think I deserve it. No. And my my prediction is going to happen soon. That's all yeah, I have to Yeah, but it's got to happen before it has the to next happen. episode. It has to that's to how we're saying in, it? Yeah, it has it to has happen, happen in before, the week. Before the next episode. Okay, so Aiden, why don't you go over what you said last week? Okay. We'll, we'll do. Everyone will go what we did last week, and then we'll go over what's for this week. Go last week. Quick. Last week, I said Jake Passios, Zach's brother, runs a... F- under four hour marathon at the Chicago Marathon. He shattered it, had a three twenty three. Check. You got a point from that. Next. Zach thought I thought think? that uh the Tennessee volunteers would be within seven points of Alabama. <laughs> so it was the week after <laughs> we talked because we were off for a week. Yeah, so it worked I'm out. I'm sorry, yeah, it worked out in the end, but I'm sorry for the confusion. They whooped Mississippi State, which I was pumped about. That day that I talked yep. about this, yep, and they were going into half uh, against Alabama, only down. They were only down ten, maybe eleven. It was it was a close game going into half, yep. and then Alabama just did their own Alabama thing and blew them out, thirty-five, thirteen. Go Vols! You got this. Basketball season's coming up. It's your time. Let's yep. go. All right, so my prediction was a little two-parter, but it was only for one point, and they were going together. It was Dan Quinn was going to get fired because the Falcons were going to lose. And since I have made that prediction, the Falcons have lost twice. They have lost to the Rams, who are one of the better better teams in the NFC, and then they lost to the Cardinals. Okay, the Cardinals, led by rookie quarterback Kyler Murray, five foot two. Is he five two? No, he's taller than five two. Hayden. <laughs> but come he's, on, he's HDMH though. Height so, doesn't measure heart. So the Falcons are waiting for the bye week to fire Dan Quinn. He's going to get fired like in the next couple weeks. You can make that your prediction. Yeah, I, I'm not going to no because that I could just keep doing the same prediction. But that's not fun. Okay? The definition of insanity is saying the same thing, doing the same but thing over and over again. Oh, exactly. The they results. keep having Dan Quinn as the coach. They're waiting for the bye week to fire him. If you need to do something in the NFL, don't wait. You have to just do it. It's a what have you done for me lately business. Just do it. You have to just Nike. do it. Just, not, just do it. Nike, just Nike. do it. All right, so now let's go. This um, week. Aiden, what is this week for you? This week, World Series goes to seven, folks. Astros are too good to lay down and have their 
you know, they're up stomachs padded. They're down. By they're the down. Nationals. They're down two zero going into. It's two one. They two won one. last night. They won last night. Oh, they won last night in and Washington. In Washington, Oof. and I think they're gonna win in Washington again. And it's gonna go seven. Is yeah. that bold enough? Yeah, I'll take it. Boom. So go. what? It yeah. Next. All right. Um, I'm going. Notre Dame's playing Michigan this weekend in the big house. One of the biggest rivalries in college football. One of the most fun rivalries in college football. Go blue. Oh, who said that? Um, Aiden. All right, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got the number eight Notre Dame Fighting Irish taking on the number 19 Michigan Wolverines. It's going to be a packed house, 115,000 strong, standing there watching this game. And I got Ian Book, quarterback of Notre Dame, throwing for four touchdowns. I don't know if they come out with the win. On Honestly. Good take. It's going to be a close one. It's going to be a fun one. But Ian Book rips through Michigan's defensive backs and throws four touchdowns. Next. Patriots are going to beat the Browns by 30-plus points. Woo! And here's, Boy. and here's why. Go for it. The Browns are not a fundamentally ran football team. They're not a team that's all about, let's do the right, let's do like all the little things right. They're a team that is driven by stars. Their O-line isn't great. Their Baker has not been playing well this year at all. He's been throwing a lot of interceptions. I who knows? Maybe both McCordy twins will get a pick tomorrow. Or yeah, tomorrow. Yep. Okay. Tomorrow, shoot. That's right. The Patriots are gonna destroy them on defense. They're gonna destroy them on offense. Can I can I, I go back to the Michigan? I think they're winning by thirty plus. Damn. Yeah, Put it in the books. I want to go back to Michigan. I want to. I want to give a shout out to our guy Damon Mendelara, who's a future guest on this program. But why does it take Michigan needing a twenty-one point comeback in this game just to tie? It once again felt like when Michigan got disassembled by Wisconsin earlier this season against the best opponents, just simply not ready to play, self-inflicted wounds setting Penn State up for short fields, turnovers turning into touchdowns. And, man, you're going on the road to take on a top-10 opponent at Happy Valley with 110,000 people throwing white pom-poms in the Penn air. State's overrated. fall behind by three touchdowns <laughs> and think you're going to win? You're dead. You're dead in the water. And that's the problem with Michigan. It's not Harbaugh's fault that his wide receiver drops the game-tying touchdown to the end zone. It's not his quarterback's fault on that drive, but... It's a franchise, it's a program that he's putting itself behind the eight ball unnecessarily so when it plays its best opponents. That's almost exactly what I've been trying to say to people that Harbaugh can't win a big game. Or he can. It's just it's just gonna take I remember the one stones. He, it's he, this is what I say about Michigan, and I'm a Michigan fan. Harbaugh has not won a big game in how many years? How many years has he been no, coached? No, Three, I'm gonna give him one. What? Iowa. Was it two Shut years off. ago? No, that's a big game. They played, I think it was two or three years ago. Iowa. In Iowa. It was a big day for college football. Michigan uh, State was playing Ohio State. It was a bunch of knockouts. No one was really looking at this game. And it was Iowa and Michigan duking it out in Iowa. And they came out with the win. I'm going to give them that one big win because I remember that out of nowhere. Iowa in my won head. or Michigan won? Iowa. Michigan won. Michigan, they oh, Michigan won. I think it's just tough for me to root for Harbaugh as a Michigan fan because it's just got to win a big game, buddy. And this is this I constitute as a big game. If he beats Notre Dame as a top 10 team coming in, I know it's at home, but Notre Dame, top 10 team, I count that. I count that as a win. Ohio State, 
of course, count as a big game. Next story we got is our our little question that we like to ask every week. What what we love about what do we love about sports, right? Yeah. So, I uh, I saw this on. Yeah, popped up on uh, ESPN. I think. Want me to play the video? I got it. I got it queued up for us. All right. Yeah. yeah play play, play the video. See Let's if, go. See if we can hear. Anything. So a little background. Kind of describe it. A little background. We can give a little uh, voiceover here. <laughs> What's that sound like to you, Zach? That sounds like happiness. Like sounds like a little kid having a great time. Yeah. So the story behind it is uh, this little kid. Do you know how to pronounce his name? I didn't even see his name. I d- Jao Vincent. Vincente. Uh, little Vincent. He, uh, Vincente? he has cerebral palsy, and he really wanted to be able to skateboard. Seven years old. He's from Brazil. So his parents made him this. It looks like it's basically made out of PVC piping. Or something yes. similar to it. Basically holds him up. Yeah, it's like a shell around him and then it like like attaches to his body too. And then they can push him like through skate parks. And this kid is just on this little skateboard and then with the this contraption around him. Barely holding on my uh, he has some amazing athletic skill to be able to hold <laughs> still even with all these things around him he yeah. looks like i mean it's loosey-goosey he's on his own kind of in that yeah. little contraption like yep. it holds him up but like he he's also holding himself but no i just i love stuff like that yeah he, uh, look, he he's having the time of his life his mom's pushing him around the skate park he's always wanted to skateboard he said so uh you know his mom tried replacing his desire to skateboard with other things but he yeah. rode on tricycles, bicycles. He tried all all the things, but that's not what he wanted. He wanted a skateboard, and his mom uh, got it done. What would we do without moms in mom, this world? Yeah. Awesome story. Because yeah, shout out my mom. That's awesome. That's awesome. That was a great story, and that's why we love sports today. Why we love sports. All right, four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one. You can call us up, and we can have uh, conversations on Twitter. On at Grub M U R, and we got a friend, friend of the show, who I just shouted out. My mom. She tw- All right. At uh, I don't know if she wants to say her Twitter handle. She tweets, "Ask your friend Kendall, as the person who purchased the incorrect sneakers, how am I supposed to return those? She can hit the mall with us before I fly out." Yes, yes, yes. Aiden's That's gasping perfect. over there because he doesn't want to return his cool-looking shoes. And they're not about how they look, Aiden. You got to get the pegs. I don't. What, I don't. What do you like? What do you like about those shoes? Seriously, it's the color. It's the fit. I think you know what it is. It's the it's fit. A stock, you order, you it's order a, them online. It's a stock market move. The, let me explain. It's a stock market move because I'm buying low on these. Um, what's it called? Joy rides because this is. Almost a real uh, sort of new technology by Nike. And you know what? I kind of did this with the Alpha Bounce too. Hopped in low. I had like the first ever edition of the Alpha Bounces. And they made like six new six new changes to it. Did you get the Joyride you know joy run Flynets? Yes. Why? Well, you know what I thought? You know what I said? You said it's like the stock market, right? Yep. All right. I agree. It's like the stock market. I'm if you look at the low. shoes online, Nike, no, 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 not this in that is aspect. Nike's you did not get If you look at the shoes online, it's a those? bubble filled with a bunch of herbies. What are they called? The little BBs. BBs, BBs? yeah. Or, I don't know. The little gel things, gel balls. 
That stock market you're talking about, it is relevant to the shoe because it's just going to burst like the shoe is. And all those little dots are going to go everywhere. Do they, do they, and I'm going to be laughing at you when you're on the you're side getting, of the street. You're getting sold a penny stock right now telling you that it's this bustling Silicon Valley. Yeah. And it is actually just this dude on his computer in his garage. The, sale, the salesman says it's Nike. It's, Nike is uh, proclaiming it's a salesman. It. No, no, no. He's proclaiming it. Nike's words as their most comfortable running shoe they've made yet in Com the, okay, so in there's the life of the company. There's a difference between a comfortable running shoe and a, sh a running shoe that's actually good for your foot. What's the, what's the difference? No, there's a big difference. Comfort is how you're feeling while it's on your foot. But like the actual health of it. it like Don't buy Nike Joyride Run without watching this. All right. Just looked it up on let's, YouTube. Yeah. Let's All right. Let's, we'll, let's we'll talk keep, with Aiden after let's this. Let's keep going. So we, we, got, might have a we got a question. Discussion. Um, Joey Hauser, he got dunked on by John Morant pretty hard last so year. So I watched oh that one shiny moment. Is it one shiny moment? Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah. I, yep. I watched that just about every week just for fun. It hypes me up for college basketball season. Yeah. And every single time I watch it, it's just a compilation of the entire uh, basketball tournament from last year, NCAA basketball tournament. Um, and in it is John Morant dunking on Joey Howard. John Morant, not just dunking on him, he posterized. He put him in a body bag. Let's not let's not like toy around with this right here. He it was one of the best it was probably the best dunk it made one shiny moment. It was the best dunk in the NCAA tournament yeah, in my best mind. dunk in the NCAA tournament. Over yep. someone yep. crazy. Absolutely nuts. I wanna get it fat headed, like one of those things that you put on your wall where it's just Joey Hauser getting dunked on. Yeah. Oh, speaking of fatheads, did you see someone has like in like their elevator in their office building or something? Oh, it was yeah. Russell Wilson. And then he was like in his throwing motion. And then the, do uh, the door of the elevator has uh, a football on it. And then at the other side where the, like the door closes is someone catching Tyler Lockett catching the ball. Yeah. If I could just explain that again. So if you're looking at an elevator straight ahead, yeah. the left side, not on the elevator door is what's his name? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson throwing, throwing the ball and his hands coming out of like where the door is to the elevator. And when the elevator closes, the ball is on the elevator door going across. So it looks Your like face he's throwing it to the right side of the elevator. Yeah. And then someone's just catching look it. Look it up. It's pretty cool. Right. Fun stuff. You know who calls a lot of Russell Wilson games? Don't say it. Joe Buck. Oh, okay. Gross. Joe Buck. This is our second clip and rip it. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pull our second clip and rip it out. This right, is go quick. This is our first. This is our first clip from his appearance on the Pardon My Take podcast presented by Barstool Sports this Wednesday. Talking about Glaber Torres throughout the entire game one. Probably of not. the ALCS a couple yeah, of weeks probably ago. Not. Probably not. Uh, you can do that all day long. That's kind of how I'm trained. I'd all right. I freaking pulled up the wrong clip but this is the right clip big cat claims he has a big game voice and you know what i said i said that the same week i said that during the clip during this uh segment that we had last weekend we were like oh joe buck like he sucks you're not a joe buck fan i think joe buck has arguably the best big game voice in the sports commentary world brian do you agree with that no okay there's a lot of people I'd rather listen to than Joe Buck. Now I've never gotten like like into like the actual like commentators. Like like you could ask me who all these guys' names are, Wait. and I don't like a lot of them. Or I, I don't I no I don't like Joe Buck. I don't know a lot of their names. Okay, I've never been like good in because like if I can't see their face all the time, like and it doesn't like tell me who's talking, I kind of just like listen to it. Yeah, and like I don't really like think much of it. But Aiden, when I'm telling you this, so Joe Buck called the Minneapolis miracle, right? Yep. When Minnesota fans watch th that game or that play, 
nobody listens to the Joe Buck call. I do. I think it's Joe Buck's no, because you're one not, of my no, favorite calls. Because you're not a Minnesota fan. You don't. We don't like Joe Buck. No, but that's biased. Because of course you're gonna have you your home team guys. If you listen Talk to the, if you listen to the Paul Allen it. call, so Paul Allen's the Minnesota radio guy. If yep. you listen to his call over the video, the the chills you get, or if you get chills from it, I get chills from it every time I watch the Minneapolis Miracle. Infinite. Here, here's here's what Joe Buck has to respond to you about that, Brian Gallagher. Yeah, I think we're a little bit different, and I think the best compliment we get is a lot of the technical things that Fox brought in. Other networks that have been covering golf forever are now doing, which mm-hmm. you know, come on, Fox football. isn't so the I first like to golf. do all their stuff. I think it's just Here your, it your voice lends itself to you. Just close your eyes. And you're like, it's Sunday afternoon. That's fine. I'll, I you got a football accept voice. that. Yeah, that's good. You got a big game voice. There's not many big game voices. You know what it is. Not many people have big game voices, Barstool Big Cat. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think he has a better big game voice than Jim Nance and Al Michaels. No. Oh. Jim Nance. You know, especially football. Jim Aiden, Aiden. Jim Nance, you I are so, so no, Aiden. Aiden. Here's Jim what it Nance, is. Jim Nance, Nance, I will say, is the biggest golf voice. Aiden, you are so caught up in this because he was on Pardon My Take and because we talked about him last week. You're no, I'm so, not. I'm still no, no, taking you're Nance. So, Nance you're so caught up on better. this right now. You need to drop it. Nance overall is better. You're, you're a Joe, Joe Buck is second, you're, though. You're Joe Buck sexual right now. I'm not Joe Buck saying. I came to the realization he's better than Al Michaels. I'm sorry. You like Joe Sean Buck. Sean McDonough. Huge Sean McDonough guy. You like here. Joe Buck more than Colin Cowherd likes coastal, trunky quarterbacks. Coastal, trunky quarterbacks? No, maybe we can get Sean McDonough on here to actually no delve into it. No way. We'll see. We'll pull, see. We'll try. We'll try to do that. We'll try to do that. Try to get him on here, and I'll tell you, and then I'll tell you. That Joe Buck's not a big game voice, all right? I'll put Joe you in your Buck. place. Joe Buck is Sorry not, for screaming, people. Joe Buck is not a golf... He's not the biggest golf voice. That's Jim Nance's territory. No, but you just told me okay? he's the biggest... Jo- Jim Nance is great at basketball. He's better... He's an overall better... He calls a better game. I'm just saying, like, big touchdown call, I'm taking Buck 100%. It's like... It's different facets of the call. And this is why I'm kind of interested in it, Brian. Like, I know you don't pay as much attention, but... I. I've wanted to be an announcer since I was, you know, six years old watching the Red Sox announcers going. All right. I, I don't so, have that hey, same 20, dream now, but that was like the first dream I ever 2017, had. In the 2017, we got to do this quick because we only have a couple minutes left. <sighs> Keep going. 2017, uh, Sports Illustrated did a top 25 play-by-play broadcasters in sports in 20... Uh, oh, 20, this isn't yeah. clickbait at all. Okay, Sports, sports Illustrated <laughs> did it. Mike Emmerich. Doc Emmerich. Mike Emmerich is number one. Love Doc. Yep. Al Michaels is number two. Too high. Mike Breen. Love Mike Breen. Three. Love Mike Breen. Ian he deserves Eagle. to be up there. Ian Eagle. That's Ian for Eagle. I don't like Ian Eagle as much as freaking... Keep going. Uh, Keep Mike going. Nance. Mike Tarico. Mike Tarico. Tarico. Yep. He knows all, right. all these guys. Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson. He's he does, a Milwaukee guy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's a Milwaukee guy. These are. This isn't a good list. Joe Tessitore. No, this is so irrelevant. <laughs> Joe Buck, the Joe only Buck, guy. Okay, the, the only guy you've named on this list that is actually like I would put in the top five is Doc Emmerich. Well, have you heard all, all the guys? guys? Yes. You know what? Put me on. Put me on. Joe Buck is number ten. Ten is put Jim Nance. On. Is Jim Nance ahead of him? Come on, give me a booth in that Sunday night football game and put us on, and let's see how we do, huh? You guys are giving honestly. Crap. If if I had the 
if I had like the resources they had where you get to interview the players before, you get all those little like stories yep. and then yep. and then everyone like every time Adam Thielen touches the ball, you know Adam Thielen was an undrafted free agent that had to pay for a walk on tryout. Every time Charlie like, Coyle cool, scores a goal that. in the Bruins game, do you know he's from Weymouth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just just a kid from Weymouth, Mass, living his dreams. Yeah, super like, playing in the. It's it There's some stories they have to tell every single time that yep. guy like touches the ball, yep. makes a basket, a scores a joke. touchdown. It's just such a crazy story. Yep. I have to tell you guys. There's no way you've ever heard about it. I and Eagle, I struggle with, he, and yeah. he does a lot of Patriot games. But it's just like, yeah. and I understand he's got so much enthusiasm. But for me, it just doesn't translate to like right. how good of a call it is. Favorite, favorite, I guess. Favorite announcer, I guess. Favorite announcer would be probably your local guy. I hate my local guy. Okay. All right. I well, like the Boston. That's local a great guys. way to end. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> we got two minutes. Any any uh, big predictions for the weekend? I know we just gave our. So let's review our bull take of the week because this is going to be crucial. Bull take of the week and NARP of the week are going to be hotly contested. And book those four touchdowns tonight. World Series seven games. Book it, Brian. Um, I already said mine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Patriots are going by 30-plus. All right, there it is. The Celtics are going to lose to the Knicks. All right, that's Celtics are going to lose to the Knicks. Tonight, tonight, we got two more minutes. Tonight at 630. We got two more minutes. So they're going to lose to the Knicks. They're going to lose to the Bucks, and then they're going to beat the Knicks. So they're going to lose to the Bucks and beat the Knicks. So, no, it goes Knicks, Bucks, Knicks. They're going to lose, lose, win. College is a better product than the NBA. Mm, NBA is like Real Housewives, man. Dot, dot, you dot, that's another. Yeah, if I wanted that's to a see, conversation for a different day. If yeah. I wanted to see Real Housewives, I'd watch Real Housewives. All right, is that is that fair? Yeah. All right. All right. That was All a right. great episode. Thanks, callers, for joining in. Yep. Shout out to Kendall. How do you say your last yeah, name? Yeah, Kendall Frimmer. Frimmer. Kendall Frimmer and Josh McMahon, rising stars in the caller game. We will see you next week. That will be. We'll turn the calendar November second. So we will do a little post Halloween recap. We will go over our bold takes. We will do a NARP of the week once again. But most of all, we will just be back and better than ever on Saturday, November 2nd, 2019. Stay, stay, stay classy, Milwaukee. Thrill, Milwaukee. Thrill, Milwaukee. Have a great weekend, everybody.